If you would, please come on in, have a seat, and we can get started tonight. Thank you for being here, being part of our annual Thanksgiving devotional. Uh, we have a few announcements before we get into our devotional time. Those that we need to remember that are uh, sick at this time, Adrian Edge had to be readmitted to the uh, local hospital. He's going to have surgery tomorrow. Uh, Lisa Horn is scheduled to have surgery next week, and we need to continue to remember Jerry Enman and his family uh, during this time. Uh, he's very low at this time. If you, if you did not receive the weekly bulletin on the uh, email, uh, the reason for that is we've been having some computer problems, uh, and uh, Jimmy's working diligently trying to get the program fixed. Uh, so uh, we, we hope to have that working pretty, uh, pretty soon. Uh, Jimmy asked that you go to the church website and check on the bulletin link uh, to, see the, to see the weekly bulletin. There are several sign-up sheets in the foyer that uh, if you would like to be part of those things, please sign those lists. One of them... One of those lists is the communion list for next year. We still have quite a few empty places on it. We have an extensive list of announcements, so please pick up one of the bulletins as you leave the auditorium tonight and check out all of the uh, announcements of things that are going on and uh, things that you need to be in, involved in. That's all of our announcements, uh, Brother Jim. Coming. Coming to make an introduction of tonight's program. I want to thank all of those who volunteered to participate in uh, tonight's devotion. As I indicated to you earlier, uh, we are live streaming tonight. Uh, Brother Zappington requested that everyone speak uh, through the pulpit mic. Uh, we ha you have a schedule showing uh, who's going to do what and when. Uh, we had asked the men that are on our uh, itinerary for tonight to be on stage before it's their time to, to get up and speak. And when it's your time to get up and speak, we're not going to introduce you. We would just ask that that you come up and uh, either read or pray or lead a song or whatever you're scheduled to do. Um, we have done this uh, Thanksgiving devotion for several years. Uh, it certainly fits in with the holiday season. We're going to be, I'm going to give the first person an introduction because I, I know Brother Greg is glad to read again from 1 Chronicles 16. He should be familiar with this from Sunday morning. Brother Pollock. First Chronicles chapter 16, verses 23 through 31. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And he is to be held in all above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. 
Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his place. Ascribe to the Lord, O clans of the people. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. And let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. I'll be reading tonight from Revelation 4, 8 through 11. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within. And they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worships him, who lives forever and ever, and cast their thrones before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they exist. They exist and were created. <clears throat> I'll be reading from Hebrews uh, 12, verses 28 through 29. Wherefore, are we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. Please turn with me to Psalm 95, verses 1 through 6. Psalm 95, 1 through 6. A call to worship and obedience. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. For the Lord is the great God and the great King above all gods. In his hands are the deep places of the earth. The heights of the hills are also his. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. Number 76. 76. O oh Lord my God, when I am Thank you. 
Father, we're so thankful that you are the great and mighty God whose mercy and goodness endures forever. From the beginning, we realized that you had a plan for all things, and for that we're thankful. The great plan included sending your son to live on this earth. Eventually, he gave his life on the cross that we might have forgiveness of our sins. Therefore, ensuring us that we have the promise of eternal life in heaven. 
Your greatness is exemplified through your marvelous creation with all its beauty, including the meadows, the rolling hills, the mountains, the majestic sky, the lakes and oceans, the animals and creatures of the sea. Year after year, we experience the changing of the seasons, the budding flowers and trees in the spring, the heat and the green grass of summer, colorful turning of the leaves in the fall, and the cold temperature and rain and snow in the winter. Father, we pray that we will always be thankful for the greatness of God which constantly surrounds us. It is important that we open our hearts to the one and only great God who created us because he loves us, is always with us, and constantly takes care of us. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who re resist will bring judgment on themselves. The rulers not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of the authorities? Do what is good, and you will have praise from the same. For he is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is God's minister an avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Therefore, you must be subject not only for wrath, but also for conscience' sake. For because of this, also pay taxes, for they are God's ministers attending, continuing to these very things. Render therefore to all their dues, taxes to whom taxes are due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, Honor to whom honor. I'll be reading 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 3. Therefore I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Psalms to Psalms 22, 27, and 28. Verse, Psalms 22, verses 27, 28. All at the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the you, Lord, and all the families of nations shall worship before you, for the kingdoms before the, to the Lord, and He rules over all nations. Read 2 Chronicles 7, verse 14. The 
If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my voice and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. God of our fathers. God of our fathers, whose almighty hand leads forth in the Father, we're thankful to have this opportunity that we can meet together tonight. Father, we're thankful that we can live in a great nation and a great country that gives us the freedom to come together to worship. We're thankful, Father, that you've, you've blessed our nation, blessed this country as you have. And we're especially thankful, Father, tonight for our government. For the system that we have in our country that has been set up. Father, we're thankful for the great fathers of our, our country many years ago who had 
the wisdom to look to you as they set out to establish this nation and establish a government system. Father, we're thankful that you've blessed this nation as a result and that you did give those who look to you, you did give them wisdom. We're thankful, Father, for our national government. We're thankful for our state government and our local government. We're thankful for how we've been blessed as a nation because of these systems that are in place. We're thankful for the, that our government system allows laws to be placed that helps to keep us safe and to helps to keep us free. We're thankful, Father, for those who come in harm's way to, to uphold those laws in order to keep us safe and to keep us free. We're thankful, Father, for those that you've appointed to be the leaders of our government on all levels. We know, Father, many times as a nation we can criticize and, and often say things about our leaders, but, Father, we're thankful for them. And tonight, Father, we thank you for how you've blessed us as a, as a nation by allowing our government system to be established. We're so very thankful, Father, and we pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'll be reading from Matthew chapter 19, verses 13 and 14. Then little children were brought to him that they, he might put his hands on them and pray. But the disciples rebuked him. But Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. Ten fourteen. Here we go. Everybody happy? Jesus loves me, this I know. Yes, Jesus loves me. 
Ephesians, fifth chapter, verses 22 to 31. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother, and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. I certainly thank God for family. I know uh, Greg said on Sunday that our perspective changes with age. And Janita and I have been married for over 52 years, and I'm thankful for her, for her love for the Lord, for her love for our family, for her love for me, and when my even when I am... Uh, showing some of my weaknesses. I'm thankful that all of our parents were Christians. If they hadn't been Christians, then circumstances wouldn't have worked out so Janita and I could have met each other and then all of this other stuff happened. Uh, you know, I'm thankful for our five children, for their spouses and for the 12 grandchildren that the the Lord has blessed us with. Uh, many of you know that our family has a celebration this week. We have collectively started calling it Thanksmas uh, because we celebrate Thanksgiving, we celebrate Christmas, we celebrate about four birthdays in the family during this week. And I'm thankful that we still love each other and enjoy revisiting some of those significant events that happened in the family's existence. And, and, and while I'm thankful that we enjoy each other in the good times and that we support each other in the hard times, I am most thankful for the spiritual state of our family. I'm thankful that Janita is a daily Bible student and a teacher of ladies, and a teacher of children. I, I'm thankful that all of our children are Christians and are active in the congregations where they attend. I, I'm thankful for the spiritual potential of our 12 grandchildren. Janita has been a wonderful helpmate as we have worked together to lead our family spiritually 
and I'm thankful that we have this as our priority because I think that's why God put families here on this earth. May God bless your family. Bow with me. Most beautiful, loving, and gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight, God, to thank you so much for the institution of the Christian family. We're so thankful for Christian families. We're thankful for Christian families that are faithful in your word, for the families that are faithful indeed. We're thankful for the families that are faithful in their church attendance. God, specifically, we're thankful for the men, the husband of the family, the men that are willing to serve in a leadership role in the home, men that are willing to teach, men that are willing to lead by example. God, we're thankful for men that no, they don't know it all, but are willing to learn and to grow and to love you and to love your family, love their family. God, we're especially thankful for the Christian woman, the Christian wife, who is the definition of unselfishness. We're so thankful for these women who are the backbones of our homes. God, like so many other Husbands here tonight, I'm especially thankful for my wife, Amelia, and all that she does in our home for our family. God, we're thankful for our Christian children. Please help us as adults be the examples that you would have us to be. Please help us be strong leaders in our homes. Please help our children grow in spirit and in truth. We thank you so much, God, for all the many, many blessings you've given us here in Boonville. Please help our families continue to grow strong. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. I've read from Matthew verse chapter 16, verse 17 and 18. Matthew 16, 17 and 18. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say unto thee, that thou art Peter, and unto this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. I'll be reading from Acts chapter 2, verses 46 and 47. Acts chapter 2, 46 and 47. And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved.
I'll be reading Philippians 1, verses 3 through 6. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making requests for all of you with joy, for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Would you bow with me? Dear Lord, I want to thank you for this wonderful congregation that we've been blessed with. Thank you for our strong elders who lead our congregation and put us first in all the decisions they make. And thank you for our deacons as well as they perform the duties that they're asked to do. So we're truly blessed with strong leaders. Thank you for the programs that our church congregation has to reach out to our community, such as the jail ministry and the food pantry and closed closet, Lord. And we also thank you for the strong leaders in our church that we have that is leading our youth in the right direction and teaching them the ways of the Lord. And we also thank you for this church congregation for also helping our youth with different events to help them grow spiritually, such as Last Leaders and Horizons and Church Camp and EU, that the things that they may learn there may help them be strong Christians as they move on in their life and to best serve you, Lord, someday. We just thank you for letting us have such a loving and a giving congregation that cares so much for our church family. Thank you for all the blessings that you have given us and hope we continue to head in the right direction for you so you'll keep blessing us in the future. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. We're part of the family that's been born again.
church, I thank God for so many things. There are so many things that we could talk about, and, and I am really glad that Brother Greg has already covered many of those in Sunday's lesson, and then Brother Carter uh, mentioned the same thing, many of the same things again in his prayer, because I didn't plan to talk about all of those things tonight. There's one thing that came to my mind as I think about all of you and all of these blessings and all of these things for which we are and should continue to be thankful. When I think of the church that God promised, that God planned, and Christ promised, and that he built and bought with his blood, I am thankful for God's matchless grace. In John chapter 1, verse 17, Jesus said there, or we're told there, John wrote there, that grace came by, that grace and truth came by Jesus. You know, often we think about grace 
as a, and I have to remember here, if I back up, I'm starting to preach, so Brother Larry, remind me, uh, you're backing up. Because I, I, I asked Brother Jim, I said, 30 minutes is too long for this. He said, oh, yes. So I, I was kidding, I promise. But grace and truth came by Jesus. That we think of grace as almost an academic thing, and we forget to go deeper than that. That grace, God's unmerited favor, is not simply God looking down upon us and giving us a chance. It's way, way, way more than that. I think about the church, and I'm so thankful for God's grace because, God, number one, God's grace saves us. In Ephesians 2.8, for by grace you're saved through faith. Not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. In Titus 2, in verse 11, Paul said, The grace that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Grace saves us. But I'm thankful for God's grace not only because it saves us, but it teaches us. I think we forget that. Well, the Bible teaches us. It does. But Titus 2.12 says, remember verse 11? The grace that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us to deny ungodliness and worldly lust and live soberly, righteously, godly in this present world. We better not forget that it is God's grace working within us that helps us live that truth that we know and try to live. But God's grace also reminds me, reminds us. In Romans chapter 12, in verse number 3, we know verses 1 and 2. Uh, uh, I exhort you or I... Uh, Challenge you to present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. But in verse two, verse three, rather, for I say, watch this, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each a measure of faith. Sometimes we forget that it was not about us. We let our own egos and our own thoughts think that's what drives us, but it never was. It's God's grace that's supposed to drive us. God's grace saves us. It teaches us. It reminds us. And it empowers us. You know what Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 15.10? A simple phrase. Through the grace of God, I am what I am. Paul said that I am able to be exactly who I am in the kingdom because of his grace. I pray that each of us will never forget that our place in the Lord's church is not because of our talents, our abilities, or our goodness, or our, our greatness. It is because of God's grace that puts us there and keeps us there if we'll let him. But God's grace also guides us. Colossians 4 and verse 6. Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how to answer every man. Did you know the same word for grace in the Greek is that same word every time? The same word here. For a long time, I think I misread that verse. Let your speech be with grace. Be nice, be kind, be yes, but what, way more than yes. Let God's grace be the center from which everything you say comes. God's grace is your filter. God's grace is your motivator for how you talk to other people. I don't know about you, but that gets my attention. In 2 Timothy, now with that in mind, when I think of the church, I think of God's grace. Two verses, and then we'll sing the invitation song. In 2 Timothy 2 and verse 1, do you know what Paul said to Timothy? Lots of things about being a Christian and being a child of God and being a, a preacher and a servant. But don't forget this one thing. He said, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. 
that tells me right there that the church is centered in God's grace. It is God's grace that makes us who we are and keeps us who we're supposed to be. In Romans 16, 24, from now on, I'm going to read differently when I get to an end of a letter. And Paul says, the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you all. Paul wasn't just signing off his letter. He was saying, let God's grace continue to be the center of who you are as his people. Tonight, as we sing this song, when I think of the church and I think of all of you, I thank God for his grace. Where do you stand tonight in relation to God and his matchless grace? If you're here tonight and we can help you in any way, won't you come while we stand and sing? Father, thank you for staying. Thank you for everything you've given us. We want to thank you for letting us meet here tonight, Lord, and worship you. And may we be taking our scripture reading and our songs and our prayers that we've talked about what we're thankful for tonight, Lord. And may we go out through the rest of the week and enjoy our time with our families and, and whatnot. And remember that we're, we're thankful for you and your son, Lord, for he, he died on the cross for our sins. Be with us as we go out this week and, and travel and on the way back home. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <laughs>